Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, It's great to be with you. My name is Lizzie Wolfe, and I am the rector here at St George's. And today, as we've already heard, is Vision Sunday at St George's when we think about our vision as a church to preach Jesus, make disciples, serve the city, and send out leaders. To help us with that, our passage is taken from a letter written by St Paul to a church he planted in Thessalonica in Greece. We can read about the launch of that church in Acts chapter 17. Paul was only in Thessalonica for a short time, perhaps just a few weeks, during which time he told people about Jesus. Some Jews were persuaded, as were a large number of God-fearing Greeks and not a few prominent women. Then trouble came, as it so often did, and Paul moved on. He's probably writing this letter that we know as 1 Thessalonians from Corinth when the church in Thessalonica is still very new, probably just a few months old, a year at most. Paul writes to encourage and teach them. In this opening chapter, he tells them he is praying for them. He calls them brothers and sisters, loved by God, chosen by him. And he reminds them of their story, who they are as a church, and what's happened so far. At St. George's, we are also brothers and sisters, loved and chosen by God. Each one of you is family. Each one of you is deeply loved by God. Each one of you is chosen. You have something to offer, a part to play in our community. On Vision Sunday, I want to say thank you to you all. Whether you've been part of St. George's for decades, years, months or weeks, whether you come online or in person, whether you feel old or young, thank you for being church. Thank you for your faithfulness, grace and endurance through this challenging time. Please know that just as St. Paul prayed for the Thessalonians, I pray for you. And I know that many of our other leaders and intercessors do as well. St. George's story is rather longer than the few months of the Thessalonian church. It's actually not far off 200 years, 186 for those who are counting. We have a wonderful story, a heritage of evangelistic ministry and social action, including the ministry of St. George's Crypt. Our story now centers around our vision to preach Jesus, make disciples, serve the city, and send out leaders. This is who we are as a church. It's what we believe God is calling us to do. And it's something that we are all part of. 
So we're going to look at this letter to the Thessalonians and see what God might be saying to us today about each aspect of our vision. First, preach Jesus. In verse 8, Paul says, The Lord's message rang out from you. I love this verse. It's one I associate with St. George's already, but I also aspire for us to keep growing in it, and I often pray it over us. For me, this verse is about confidence. It's the opposite of being timid or diffident. The Lord's message is important and valuable. We want it to ring out loud and clear. So what is the Lord's message? Well, it's all about Jesus. And verse 10 gives us a great summary with three R's. Rescue, risen, return. Jesus is the one who went to the cross to rescue us. He is risen from the dead and alive today. And one day, he will return to put all things right. Rescue, risen, return. It's a wonderful message of life and hope. And at St. George's, it rings out as we preach Jesus in lots of different ways. We continue to have lots of online opportunities, and we've decided to live stream our Sunday services long term. We have some big invitational events. For example, it was wonderful to welcome over a thousand people into the building for contemporary carols. Many of you will know that Jesse, our international student intern, brought 75 guests from eight countries. And on top of that, our students booked seats for 200 guests. We've been working with schools, continuing our relationship with Abbey Grange Secondary School, and for the first time, welcoming four local primary schools to watch our nativity production. We have various courses and groups. Alpha is a wonderful way to explore the meaning of life in a relaxed, informal setting. We've had a special group for international students exploring faith. Farsi Network shares the gospel with many Iranians. And, of course, many of us have personal conversations, talking about Jesus, sharing what our faith means to us, inviting friends to come to church or to watch online. Whatever form it takes, let's make sure we keep preaching Jesus so the Lord's message rings out from us in 2022. Second, make disciples. Verse 6, you became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering, with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. The Christian faith is not just a message we believe in our heads. It affects our whole lives. As we follow Jesus, we seek to become more and more like him, to imitate him in our character, attitudes, and choices. This is a lifelong process, 
worked out in the mess and the busyness of everyday life. At St George's, one of the main ways we support and encourage each other to grow as disciples is through our small groups. We have 28 small groups, and I want to say a huge thank you to all our small group and network leaders. If you're not yet part of one, I'd encourage you to get in touch, either with Julia or with the church office, and we can help you to find one that will suit you. As I've reflected on this passage, I've also been really struck by the idea of joy in the midst of suffering. I know that some people here are experiencing severe suffering for different reasons. We want to stand with you and support you in that. And of course, we've all been affected by the COVID pandemic. The last couple of years have not been easy for any of us. Sometimes mental health issues can steal our joy. And it's really important to say that does not mean our faith is lacking in any way. Sometimes it's important to have space to grieve and lament. And we've been trying to do that. But sometimes we might want to ask the Holy Spirit to restore our joy. It is possible to know joy, the joy of our salvation, even in the midst of severe suffering. The Thessalonian Christians knew this, and so have many others down the ages. Richard Wormbrandt was imprisoned by the communist regime in Romania and tortured for his faith. He wrote this, Alone in my cell, cold, hungry, and in rags, I danced for joy every night. Sometimes I was so filled with joy that I felt I would burst if I did not give it expression. In a few minutes, we will pray together and we'll have an opportunity, if you'd like to, to ask God to fill us with his joy, even in the midst of suffering. Thirdly, serve the city. Verse three, we remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. This verse reminds us that faith leads to action. And as our Lighthouse team often say, love looks like something. It also recognizes that it can be hard work. Now, for many of you, one of the main ways that you serve our city is in your workplace. We have lots of NHS and other frontline workers in St. George's, and this verse seems very fitting. We are so grateful for your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever your workplace, whether it's something I understand, like law, or something I really don't, like IT or neuroscience, or there's quite a lot of things I could put in there. Uh, thank you for all the ways that you serve our city at work. 
Now, of course, many of you also serve the city by volunteering at church, and we literally couldn't run without you. Thank you for your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. There's always space for new people in our teams. Ministries grow, people move away. So please let us know if there's something that you would like to get involved in. Alpha, kids, youth, tech, lighthouse, hospitality, environment, prayer ministry, the list goes on. Today, I'd particularly like to highlight our stewarding team. Our stewards do a wonderful job looking after the practical and safety aspects of running our Sunday services. It involves things like making sure the fire exits are clear, helping people find seats, helping prepare communion. And we could really do with a few more stewards, so please get in touch if that's something that you're interested in. Another way we serve the city as a church is through the Ministry of Lighthouse. Lighthouse is our community for those who are battered and bruised by the storms of life, including homelessness, addiction, poverty, trauma, and mental health crisis. Lighthouse now operates as a Christian day center, six days a week, supporting around 100 people and offering holistic care and specialized support so that vulnerable adults can live with dignity and purpose. It was wonderful to have this ministry recognized with the award of an MBE to Lighthouse's leader, John Swales, this new year. And if you were at church night in this week, you'll have heard Stuart, one of our Lighthouse volunteers, talking about how he's seen lives touched and changed there. Faith leads to action. Love looks like something as we serve our city together. Fourth, send out leaders. Verse 7, and so you became a model to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. Macedonia is the province of northern Greece where Thessalonica was located. Achaia is southern Greece. So at just a few months old, this church in Thessalonica was already having an impact across its whole region. As we think about what God might be saying to us, I find this both inspiring and challenging. As a resource church in the Diocese of Leeds, St. George's is committed to church planting and to giving away resources strategically to bless our city. Our last church plant was in 2018, when we sent 48 people to St. Paul's Island Wood with a gift of 50,000 pounds. We hope that our next church plant will be later this year, led by Julia Wilkins, our planting curate, to a church in West Leeds. We're just starting to gather a team to send out with her. So if you're interested, or you'd like to find out a bit more, now is the time to contact Julia. She would absolutely love to hear from you. We're praying that we'll be able to send out about 30 people with a good mix of ages, backgrounds, gifts, and skills. 
We're also investing in interns, aiming to grow leaders who will serve Jesus in all areas of life. St. George's Worship School has just launched with six churches coming together to learn more about spirit-led sung worship. We know that we don't have all the answers. But when a church asks for help or we get a gospel opportunity, we want to respond with generosity and creativity. Generosity means we're willing to send out and to give away. Creativity means being prepared to look for solutions, take risks, and try new things. A few months ago, St. George's became part of a new team of three churches, St. George's, Holy Trinity Borlane, and St. Augustine's Rangthorn. I oversee the team, and then each church has a clergy leader. So it's Eve Ridgeway for St. George's, Josh Cocaine for Holy Trinity Borlane, and Adrian Smith for St. Augustine's Rangthorn. It's early days and we're still working out all the details, but we hope this team will be one that's rooted and resourcing, meaning that people will feel rooted in one church and will be able to work together to resource mission. Holy Trinity Borlane is launching a weekday center of worship, prayer, and mission, reaching out to the 60,000 workers in Leeds City Center. There's already a weekly prayer breakfast at 8 o'clock in the morning on Wednesdays, which is gathering people and momentum. And as people increasingly return to workplaces, we'll start lunchtime services and other events. St. Augustine's Rangthorn is a parish church of about 50 people serving its local community. It's also the base for church at Hyde Park Corner, which reaches out to the 70,000 students in Leeds. Church at Hyde Park Corner is a partnership between St. Augustine's and St. George's. And there's a team there already doing a great job connecting with students living in Hyde Park and building a community which explores life and faith. Please pray with us for all these initiatives. Pray that as we send out leaders and work in partnership, we can make a real difference to the city of Leeds. And perhaps, inspired by the Thessalonian church, even impact the north of England. So, this morning we've been looking at what God might be saying to us as a church about our vision to preach Jesus, make disciples, serve the city, and send out leaders. I'd also love to encourage you to ask God what he might be saying to you personally. There are lots of ways to get involved in the vision. I often like to think of it in three big categories, pray, serve, and give. Now, you might want to take this opportunity to commit to continuing in a particular area. Or you might want to review or to start something new. As you know, vision costs money. And big visions, like ours, cost lots of money. 
We've got a funding gap of £145,000 this year if we're going to do everything that we believe God is calling us to do. So we'd particularly ask you, if you would, to pray about whether and how you could contribute financially. If you're married, you'll obviously need to discuss that with your partner. If you're single, I would suggest finding a trusted friend to talk it all through with. And then next week on Gift Sunday, we'll have response cards to fill in with these three areas, pray, serve, and give, so you can tell us what you would like to do. There'll also be an email address for those people who are watching online, or for anyone who needs a bit more time to think things through and isn't quite ready to fill in the card next week. Now, in a moment, we're going to spend some time praying together now. But before we do that, I'd like to just finish where we began with a reminder that as a church, we are all brothers and sisters. We are family. We're all loved by God. We're precious and valuable in his sight. And we're all chosen. We have something to offer, a part to play in this community. Together, as St. George's, Our vision is to preach Jesus, make disciples, serve the city, and send out leaders. Thank you for listening to the St George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk.